Burn your bridges, build your walls, and guard your gates if you want a safe place for public assembly. Hey, it's Lucas Scrobot, and you're listening to Weaver and Loom. I have been talking, we have been talking, you and I have been talking for a few days now on walls, bridges, and gates, why we should burn those bridges, those passageways in our life that are coming in and violating our boundaries against our permission. We've given them permission. If we have a bridge there, we've already given it permission, but through it is coming toxicity. When we talk about burning bridges, we're talking about cutting out toxic areas of our life. An example of a toxic area in our life is gossip. We got to cut out gossip. Gossip is so toxic, it destroys, it's like acid corroding all the relationships around you. If you are talking bad, or if some, how about this? If someone is talking bad to you about their friend, guess what they're doing with their friend? They're talking bad about you to them. So it is so corrosive. That's just one small example Another example is guarding our thoughts because as we shared about, as Lao Tzu wrote, an ancient Chinese philosopher said that our thoughts become our actions, our actions become our behaviors, our behaviors turn into our habits and our habits become our destiny. Those bridges coming in are toxic thoughts that are not passing through the gate of our walls, the cultural bound, the guidelines and the communities, the cultural constitution that says this is how we act. A bridge represents toxic thoughts, uh, a lack of boundaries that are coming in to our thought life, into our, the spheres of, of society, the fears of our, our personal life. And they are corroding and destroying our destiny. Now, destiny can be this really big and obtuse thing. Well, what what is destiny? I don't know. It's, you know, God has decided what I'm going to do every moment. And when I die, I die. And that's my destiny. No, our destiny. Yes, it has been given by God, by Allah. He has given us a destiny, a purpose to walk out and fulfill. But it is your responsibility to walk it out. It is my responsibility to fulfill it. How? How do we fulfill our destiny? It's through stewarding our time. A lot of people, myself included, oh, I hate to admit it, myself included, I have no problem wasting 15 minutes. And if I ask you like, hey, do you have an issue wasting 15 minutes of your time? You're probably like, no, like, I like watching a good, funny YouTube video that's mindless. I like mindlessly scrolling through my feed on Instagram, doing tap, 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 tap on the stories, swiping through mindlessly for 15 minutes. Poof, it's gone. We have no, we do it, we do it all the time. Even if we don't admit that we're okay with it, we still do it, which means that we're okay with it. But we don't, we haven't connected, or rarely, or maybe you have connected the fact that our time is our destiny. If we squander our time, we will squander our destiny. 
It is just that simple. So for all of these cultural, constitutional bounds and ideas and thoughts, walls and gates, uh, our story, the, the monuments that we establish and we tell to our children's children's children's, that all plays out into stewardship of time. When are we making time to retell those stories to our children? When are we making time to retell the, the founder story of our brand and of our organization to our employees? When are we making time to uphold and maintain the, 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 the legislation, if you will, the cultural norms, the constitution through confrontation, through confronting other people on our team and saying, hey, when you talked about Sally, when you talked about Rick, don't do that. You can't talk about people behind their backs. You can't gossip since we're on the gossip train. I don't know why, but we are. You have to place that time in your schedule. Because if you don't, it will never happen. But we're not here to talk about that today. I mean, we are. But primarily, I want to talk about the place of public assembly. Now, in modern or in ancient days, the city gates would have a courtyard and it would enable everyone to come. That's where the market was. That's where the, the judges sat. That's where kings would come. That's where every, the traders would come in and out of the city. That was the, the lifeblood of the city was the city gates. But one thing that happened was public assembly. The city gate was a place that people could come and talk and share ideas, exchange dialogue, what's happening in the, the political realm, in the governmental realm, share dialogue, what's happening in commerce, in business. It was the the communication space. It was the place that you would go to hear what's happening. Where is that today? It's on this, right? It's on this thing. It's on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, on our, our news feeds. It's on podcasting where we're listening to people exchange ideas and information, talking about what's happening in the world talking about what's happening in our community. Not only is it on our phones, but it happens at our dinner table. Oftentimes, for in our family unit, having those rhythms of daily sitting as a family, and that takes discipline, it takes time, it takes a decision of when are you going to gather and create for your organization or for your family Space for public forum. Do you have that space? Do you celebrate that space? Do you allow a free flow of information so that people can talk about the issues at hand so that your community that you're leading can grow? And it takes discipline because there are calls to be made, emails to answer, sales to go out, we have to do those things, but if we want a healthy organization, we have to maintain the, the boundaries of media and communication or information, the information flow within our family and within our organization and with us as individuals. We have to make sure that we 
are creating space for us to know what's going on in the world. Now, what can easily happen in an organization or in a family is the shutting down of communication where we say, "Uh uh-uh, can't talk about that, can't talk about that, don't talk about this, sorry. And it happens in marriage all the time. La, mamnor, maktub. You know, we're not, this is decided, we're not talking about it, and we don't have an open flow of communication. That's one of the biggest signals of organizational unhealth is when no one is able to talk openly and there's all these side conversations. You know what I mean? It's like everyone is having a side conversation about the elephant in the room, but no one is willing to address the elephant in the room on a corporate. And when it does, it gets sweeped over, ignored, or the leader shuts it down. And then as the leader shuts it down, everyone else is like, yeah, oh, that's not a problem. Even though they've been talking about that problem for the last three weeks or three months or three years, organizational unhealth is so toxic. We have to be able to have a free flowing of communication and confrontation and telling one another when they're out of line, telling one another when we need something, telling one another about our blind spots, 360 feedback. So today, take a moment and reflect and meditate in your life, in the spheres of society, you as a person, as your the family unit maybe that you lead, your team that you lead, your brand that you lead. What is the ideal? What kind of flow of information and media do you want to have? Now, it's not traditional. I mean, it is traditional media, but it's beyond just what is on this. It's actually communication, the flow of communication between one or more people. How are you going to have that? What are your cultural norms that you want to set to say this is what a healthy organization looks like. This is what healthy flow of communication looks like. So take some time and and meditate and reflect on what your cultural norms are going to be. As you've written these down, the next step is start to reflect on where you have fallen short in communication, in having a free flow of dialogue being able to receive critical feedback without becoming defensive or stonewalling or then flipping around and criticizing the other person. It's very easy for this to happen in marriage, in a relationship, and there are four signs that uh, a marriage or relationship is in massive trouble. And I think these four signs are the same thing for what happens when an organization is in massive trouble. It is heading for the rocks which is defensiveness. If people are defensive when they're being called out or criticized or trying to talk about an issue, if there's defensiveness, that is a sign of toxicity. If there's criticism where you're criticizing one another constantly, we're backbiting and heel biting at each other constantly, that is a sign of unhealth. Stonewalling. Stonewalling is where you just shut down and you don't respond. You're giving them the silent treatment. The silent treatment is so toxic. Do not tolerate the silent treatment in your organization, in your family, or in your personhood. Don't do that to people. It is so destructive. The fourth thing 
which is probably the most constri- the most destructive, excuse me, is contempt. Now, contempt is a really big word and uh I know English and sometimes like what does what is contempt? Contempt is rolling your eyes. Contempt is mocking. Contempt is making fun of someone. Contempt is sarcasm or scarcasm. Contempt is one of the most toxic traits that you can see in an organization or in a relationship or in an individual. It is so toxic that it cannot be tolerated. So that's just... That's a tip for you for as you're writing down where you are doing really well, where you're excelling in your communication and where you're failing, where you're creating daily points of open forum, weekly points of open forum, quarterly points of open forum for there to be discussion so that people can get their feelings and their thoughts and their flow of ideas off their chest. And then where you maybe need to go back a step and you look at your legislation and to say what it, what are the 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 moral guidelines or the laws or the the behavioral cultural norms and rules of this society of this community hmm, we should probably put can't roll your eyes don't be contemptful like stonewalling's not okay and then we have to uphold that and we have to call one another out in love when they're doing that because it is so destructive. The third point we kind of touched on, but begin to reflect, compare and contrast where your ideals are and where you have been operating up to this point. As you do that, remember, create action points. Where in your schedule, it has to appear in your schedule, it has to appear in your time. Remember, your time is your destiny. If you're going to change something, it has to be in a time, in a place, in an activity in order for it to be checked off the mark. How are you going to begin to implement that in small ways of public form? It doesn't have to be like two hours blocked out of your day. It could, it could really be just asking a simple question at the beginning of the day to all your coworkers so that they can feel like there's an uh, a safe place for communication. Thank you for listening to Weaver and Loom. Please go and get that PDF if you haven't yet. It's on the website, lucasgrobot.com. The link is in the show notes where you can download a, a document, a workbook that will help you work through the cultural constitution of your brand, the story of your brand, who you are and who you aren't, where you're going and where you've been. It is extremely helpful to have a framework to write this all down. Second, please send your questions in. I'd love to hear from you. Third, if you have been finding this helpful, share this with a friend, share this with a business partner, share this with your community it would help them. And if you're helping them, people are going to think you look good. So there's my plug. Finally, thank you for listening. I'm Lucas Scrobot. This is Weaver and Loom, where destiny is woven.